Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. It has been like quite a busy time around here. We had our day out for the Modern Marketing Collective. What was it? About 10 days ago now. And then uh, the following week, we moved out of the house that we built. We built two gorgeous homes side by side and we moved out of one of those. And it was an interesting one for me. Coden and I have been together for probably coming up to eight years. I think we met about eight years ago almost. And we've been in four different properties over the time we've been together. So I'm very familiar with moving house. However, this time being pregnant and having about 31 weeks pregnant when we moved, it was a weird feeling not being like in there lifting up boxes and really seeing the day as like, right, let's like just use this as a bit of a workout day, getting lots of like lifting in. And this time being like, I have no abdominal muscles to be lifting anything here. I am not going to be like damaging my body. But uh, luckily, I'm very good at organizing things and helping tell other people what to do. (laughs) So that was my job. And the move all went smooth. We had some removalists help us move things to the rental we're in. A lovely little rental. It has room for us, for the bub, for the grandmas to come and stay with us and spent the last few days getting set up. I haven't quite got my office set up as I would like yet with my nice backdrop and everything, but we shall get there. (laughs) So today we are talking about a topic that I see come up a lot. And in fact, I mentioned our day out for the Modern Marketing Collective. It's the second year I've run it. And this year we we made it a little bit longer based on previous feedback from the previous year. People saying, oh, I'd love for it to go for a full day. And this time I brought in a workshop. And during the workshop session, so we're looking at mapping out really what result my students want to achieve and create for themselves by the end of this year. So over the next six months in 2022, and we looked at what was stopping them from getting there. And for a lot of them, it was that they were taking on work or taking on clients that they didn't really want to be anymore. And also it was watering down their business and stopping them from niching and being known for something and also taking up their time. Now, where the problem was is that a lot of my students just felt really bad or didn't really know how to say no. So this episode, we're going to look at really the stages of business. And when I see this come up a lot, And then some different strategies that you can take on board for some different scenarios in terms of how to not say yes when what you really want to do and what is best for your potential clients, for those people and for your business when the best thing is actually to say no. So how about we get stuck into it? So at the start of a business, I really see that so many of us, myself included, we say yes to pretty much everything, every opportunity, every potential client, every type of work. 
it's because we we want to build the business and having these opportunities coming to us is like such an amazing thing. And also we are out there putting ourselves out there or we should be really. And, and we want to take on work. We're looking for revenue to come in and we're looking to gain experience. And often we don't really have a niche area. We don't really have one thing that we're doing. And so we are kind of saying yes to, to most things. And I really see this as such a such an important period in our business as well. It's getting a taster of things. And I like to see it as a buffet that we're we're going along to and we're trying a bit of everything. And this is how we work out what it is that we enjoy and the type of clients or type of work that we enjoy doing. And often at this point, because we are saying yes to lots of different things and trying a little bit of everything, it also means our business offers a little bit of everything. And I see that as totally fine when we're starting out. Now, What happens is as our business builds and as our workload builds, we can become quite stretched. And over time, because we have been doing all of this tasting of different things that we're doing, we start to really become clearer around the areas that we want to focus on and the segment of the market or the group of people that we want to work with most or we want to serve through through our business. But what can happen is despite having this clarity that starts to come through, through the experience, we can feel stuck working with all those different groups of people or all those different types of work that we're doing or simply just too much workload. And this is where the struggle can come because we don't really know how to get out of this situation. And it's a really interesting thing when we go from at the start of our business saying yes to pretty much almost everything to then in a more established business, we are saying no to almost everything. So instead of saying yes to almost everything, we're actually saying no to almost everything, okay? And this is the stage that I'm at in my business where it's amazing and it's a very cool transition that happens when the shift goes from us seeking and actively pursuing opportunities and putting ourselves out there to that switch and that shift to opportunities coming to us. And we have to be the filter for these opportunities. And we need to work on that muscle of saying no. And I promise you that it gets easier. Trust me. I used to struggle with this so much. And now I'm amazing at saying no. (laughs) Any of us can be. Trust me when I say that. So what we want to do before we kind of get into this is knowing and revisiting. What are we doing this all for? What is the type of business that we want? What's the end goal? What are our values? And really, what are our goals that we want to achieve? Because when opportunities come our way or when potential clients reach out to us, they are doing so not really knowing our goals for our business. They're doing so maybe it's a collaborator and they're seeking to pursue their goals. And it might be potential clients that are looking for solutions to their problems. And so it is really, really important for us to know, is this something that we really want? Or are we saying yes because we feel like we should want this or we feel bad if we say no. And so it comes back to knowing us and our business and what is really actually important to us. Opportunities can also come our way that really are incredible. They can seem incredible and perhaps seem like things that we wish we once had. But maybe what we want has changed or maybe we are seeing that these are things that our peers are really excited about, but it actually doesn't really do a whole lot for us. 
So let's look at how we can say no when we don't want to let other people down and why is it that we can really struggle with this and some ways to change the way we approach this. Often I see that there's a big sense of guilt and responsibility that hangs over my students and that really used to hang over me as well. So let's look at your potential clients that are coming to you. What we can often feel is that these potential clients need us and that we are the only option for them. And if we don't say yes to working with them, then they are not going to get the help. We can take it on as our responsibility to help everyone else. When the reality is we can't possibly help everyone And we are actually not everyone's solution. We are not the only option and it's not our responsibility to help or if we take this kind of to the extreme, to save everyone else. And it's kind of a little bit disempowering to that other person, don't you think? If we kind of like, oh my gosh, if if I don't help them, then they're not going to get the help or there's no other help out there, is that they can be resourceful. Now, I also want you to think as well about the type of business that you want to build. And when you are in this cycle, perhaps of thinking, gosh, well, if I don't say yes to helping this person, they're not going to be able to solve the problems that they have. Often what you can get stuck in here is maxing out your time and stopping you from doing things that perhaps are more scalable that will actually allow you to help even more people, whether that is through creating amazing content for people or whether that is what I teach in my Scalable Mastermind, going from working with one-on-one clients to actually adding or transitioning into having a program that you can work with really an endless number of people in there, okay? So just thinking about Who is it serving and is it true when you think, gosh, if I don't help this person, then they are not going to get help? And what would be the alternative? What if you are not the only option for them? What if it's not your responsibility to help them? What if they, just like you, are resourceful and they can find alternatives? And I wonder if that helps to lift some of perhaps that heaviness, that sense of responsibility that if you don't help them, then they won't get help. And this leads me to the second point here, is that when we take clients on or we say yes to things, when we really kind of don't want to, and it's out of feeling guilty or responsible or feeling bad if we don't, then it can lead to a sense of resentment. And who has felt this? (laughs) I know I have. When we say yes to things and we kind of wish we hadn't and then it's like, oh, I wish I hadn't said yes to this. And then we're just kind of like not liking the work that we're doing or we're getting annoyed with it or we're just resenting it. So again, who is this serving? It's really not actually being that kind to the person we said yes to. We said yes because we didn't want to feel bad for saying no. But now we're kind of resenting the work anyway. And uh, it's not really going to be the best situation, the best work that we can deliver and um, the best kind of like energy that we're putting behind it either, is it? So also keep that one in mind is that we think that saying yes is maybe the nice thing to do or the kind thing to do or the generous thing to do. But if you're saying yes, when you really want to say no, it's not. 
because you're going to have all those feelings and resentment and being pissed off around the thing that you said yes to. So it's actually not such a nice thing to be doing. And it's much nicer to say, hey, look, I just don't have capacity for this. And I've got a few little things, a few little tips and tools that you can use when you're going to say no, which I'll get to shortly. Now, my third point here is that when our business changes, and remember how I said that at the start, we're often taking on lots of different things. And then over time, we can become more more focused and hone the type of offers that we are having and simplify the business, become more niched, is that there's going to be work that we perhaps used to offer that we no longer do. And so let's look at how to say no to new clients that are coming in. And they might have said, oh, I heard, oh, so-and-so was telling me that she, she worked with you on this thing with this type of service offering, and I would love to do that. And you're there thinking, gosh, I was just about to take this off of my website, or this is something that I don't want to be offering anymore. So it's really, really simple. You can say, like, thank you for thinking of me, but I'm no longer offering this. No longer offering this service. You can also say that this isn't going to be the best fit for us or this is no longer my area of expertise, this is no longer what I'm focusing on. And by doing this, you are making space for the work that you want to do. Instead of taking on and almost clinging to work and saying yes out of fear that that's the only work that's ever going to come your way, meaning you're filling your time and your business with things that you don't actually want, and therefore filling your headspace, your energy, your time, with things that are not going to get you closer to the end goal. And you really have to prioritize what you want to do. So to give an example, when I created the Modern Marketing Collective about four years ago, I had people, I had clients coming to me, potential clients coming to me and asking for the work that I used to do that I was now transitioning out of. This is when I really had to practice and, and flex that muscle and build that muscle of saying no. Because I knew as tempting as it was in the short term to have that revenue coming in, that if I kept saying yes to taking on the work that I used to do and no longer wanted to focus on, I would be putting my attention, my time, my energy into that work versus growing the Modern Marketing Collective. And for me, the end goal was to have the Modern Marketing Collective really is the main thing in my business. And so by saying no, to those different opportunities, even though the immediate payoff of revenue could have been like very, was very, very tempting. I knew that it would just keep slowing down the build of that thing that I really wanted to build. Now, let's just also be real here is that, of course, when you need the revenue coming into your business, say yes to whatever you want and need to say yes to. And we can also, and I did this a little bit too, and we can also not market or publish or publicize those things. It's like, right, I'm just going to take that on. I'm just going to kind of quietly do it in the background. It doesn't have to be something that I'm marketing and, and talking about and promoting because we don't want to attract more of it. Now, the other thing that can happen is... It's not just new clients coming to us, right? It's ending working relationships, ending contracts with existing clients. And this can be really challenging, especially if you're like me and we have clients that we just adore working with. But again, I knew that if I kept working with those clients and they were on kind of ongoing contracts and retainers that I just wouldn't have that space for me to really build and put all my thought and energy into the Modern Marketing Collective. 
So I'm going to give you an example of one, just a way that I ended one of my uh, relationships with a client. And I remember this one, um, it hadn't been the best working relationship, it was quite early on in my in my business. And um, I just hadn't really enjoyed working for this person and I don't, I don't know what was going on there. But anyway, I remember being so nervous about letting them know that I'm no longer be working with them. So what I did was my wise, wise mother said, look, why don't you just book in a meeting and go in and let them know face to face? And I just thought, gosh, that is so scary. I would rather just send an email, but you're right. This is the best way to do it. So I booked in that meeting. I said, look, I'd like to catch up with you. Let's have a meeting. I prepared what I was going to say around like, what was my, what was, what was I going to say here? What was my messaging? What was, what was kind of my approach going to be here? And it was that I was just no longer going to be offering the work that I was doing for this business. Went in, had the meeting, said the thing, let them know I was no longer going to be offering this type of work. And um, you can also include kind of a deadline for when that's going to be finishing or maybe at the end of this particular project. And really, it ended really well. It was not as scary as I thought it was going to be. I think it worked really well having that like face to face, closing down that work that we were doing together. And then I had some clients that I loved and I, I kept as kind of as long as, as, as it worked. And then eventually it's like, okay, this is like, you know what I'm building here. You know what it is that I want to do. You know that I adore working with you. And look, it's time has come for, for you to find someone that like really wants to focus on the type of work that you deserve to have for your business which is really what it can come down to. So here's some other ways to say no to perhaps some opportunities that are coming your way. We've looked at saying no to new clients. We've looked at ending contracts with existing clients. And now let's have a look at saying no to different opportunities that might come your way. So I always like to say that I'm so appreciative of really value having just been considered for this and being asked. And then I tend to say, like I said, I've got very good at saying no to things because I'm someone that I need to be focused if I'm if I'm working. I need to be focused on a few things rather than spread too thin. So I might say it's just not a priority for the business right now. So not a priority for me right now. It's not something that we're focusing on at the moment. We might say we just don't have capacity for it. And again, like I'm not going to be working ridiculous hours, but for me, I have space in my business and space in my day. So having capacity is up to my capacity is going to be different to your capacity, but I just look at it like, do I want to take on that extra amount of work for this opportunity? That amount of maybe admin, organization, brain power, maybe it's travel, whatever it might be. And often the answer is no. Now, sometimes what I say as well is, look, I would love for you to touch base with me again in maybe three months or six months or 12 months. And let's just revisit it then. And you can be you can be super honest. Say, look, I'd love to do this, but it's just not the right timing for me. Or, you know, it's just not something that you're really looking at um, focusing on in your business, but you really appreciate being considered. Okay, so let's also look at it is not your responsibility to be the person that puts together all the resources for someone else. So it is fantastic if you have people, you have peers, you have resources that you know of that are at hand for you to then provide to someone that perhaps you can't help, that you decide to say no to. That's great. But I also just want you to know that it's not your responsibility to do the research each time you can't help in a situation. 
I used to take this on as my responsibility. If I couldn't help someone, if perhaps it wasn't my area of expertise or I was no longer offering that type of thing, then I would spend a lot of time like researching, finding alternative solutions, putting them together. And I've kind of realized over time, that's not my work to do. Other people are resourceful. The people seeking out solutions are resourceful and they can do this. So I think fantastic if you if you already know of other peers or resources or whatever it might be that you can point people to. But just remember, it's not your responsibility to be kind of the go to for, for people that come and say, oh, can is there anything you can recommend for this or I know you can't help with this. Is there any other tips that you have? It's not your work to do. And this leads me to my final little tips here for you is that sometimes I have to do this when an opportunity comes my way and someone kind of asks me on the spot. Sometimes I have to say, look, I'm just going to think about it and I'm going to come back to you because I need to just take a little bit of space and check in with my gut and check in with like, do I actually have capacity? Is this something that I want or is this something that I think I should want? Where am I at with this? Does this fit into the like the values of the business? And you can totally do this if the answer isn't immediately clear to you straight away as well. You can say, look, I'm just going to think about this and I'm going to come back to you on this. You can also have, and this has been pretty handy for me too, as your team grows, if in, if you would like it to grow. So I have the amazing cat who is my online business manager. So she manages one of my inboxes. So lots of the requests go to her. And it's been very helpful for me to actually establish some guidelines. So cat knows like what we say yes to and what we say no to. And often I'll say, look, if you're not sure, run it by me just so I can have it, have some eyes over it actually creating and you don't need someone else to to be kind of that um, I guess the bouncer for you but you can create guidelines to help you stick to them as well so you can know what those opportunities are that you say yes to and what those opportunities are that you say no to and then it's either yourself that's kind of following those guidelines and side note you get to break your own rules whenever you like (laughs) or it might be someone on your team that those requests go to and they can filter them out for you. You can also ask more questions. So don't feel like you have to say yes straight away. And again, this is something that I practice. I'm like, actually, let me find out some more info here before I commit. Maybe what the deadline is. How urgent is this? What are the other person's expectations on you? Find out more information before you then decide yes or no. And the final thing is that even if it feels really, really hard now to say no, and because you don't want to let other people down, I promise you that it gets easier and those other people are going to be fine. You cannot help every single person. There are other resources, amazing businesses out there for them too. And by saying no, when that's really what you want to say, it's actually being kind to that, to that person versus taking them on and then being maybe filled with resentment. And it allows you to build a more powerful business that you want to create more intentionally versus saying yes and building your business based on other people's requests. So go out there, practice and strengthen that muscle of saying no. And let me know how you go. Send me a message on Instagram at Emily Osman. I cannot wait to hear. And I... We'll speak with you really soon. Bye. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. 
how to fill your audience with the right people. People who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.